1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. We're back to the field. The Fort Wayne High School football game of the week. Here's the kickoff, and it's taken by Carroll at the 5. Nice seam across the 20. The 25, and he'll start out near the 30-yard line. Really good return. And that... uh, Hafner did a great job there of getting it upfield. Yeah, it's Hafner with the return. I thought it might have been Starks, but that was Hafner with a good return. And they'll put it out at the 31. So that's where Carroll starts. First and 10 over on the right hash. Quarterback Jimmy Sullivan lines up in the gun. And it is Starks who will start in the backfield. Two receivers each side. Sullivan's going to throw far side. It has caught Jaden Hill on an out route. He beat the linebacker to the sideline for an eight-yard gain out of the 39. That's going to be the matchup there. There's their mismatch with the linebacker on Jaden Hill. Carroll will run quick. They line up. Second down, two. And they'll give it this time. Looking for a hole. Starks puts the pads down, gets to the 40, then stood up and pushed backwards. Big push that time by Center Grove's Nate Johnson, a 6'3", 260-pound defensive lineman. That's only a one-yard gain. Third and one now for the Chargers. Looks like they're going to bring their specialty offense on the field. This could be Steely in the game right now. Steely does enter the backfield, and they go full house. With running backs joining... Sullivan, and it's going to be a direct snap to Steely. Steely gets the block he needs, taking it off right tackle. He spins his way across the 40 out to the 43. That's a first down on a three-yard pickup on third and one, and that was a really good block by Valdez, who came into that formation. His fellow safety, drop back Sullivan, looks to throw. Here comes pressure. Sullivan takes off up the middle of the field. He crosses the 50-yard line and gets to the center grow 49. Nice pickup of seven yards for Sullivan on that scramble. Pressure was coming. His first option wasn't there. And so Sullivan made a positive play out of nothing. It is second down and three from the center grow 49-yard line. Give to the running back, bringing it out to the left. And Center Grove seals the edge. Not much there. Starks will take it maybe for a yard. Might give him two to Center Grove 47. That's going to be a yard short of the stick. So it is third down and one once again for the Carroll Chargers. And I think Steely's going to come back into the game. Yeah, they're going to bring him back game. But they've been going tilt here trying to keep Center Grove guessing who use a double tilted nose on each side. And it is Staley who will take the direct snap. Long count. And they'll send it to the second man through. And that is Starks right up the middle, taking it for first down yardage as basically they just overwhelmed the line of scrimmage. Yeah, they just kind of messed up with the snap. And this time, instead of getting it to Steely, they got it to uh, Starks. And he got a good run there. Back to the tempo. And Steely able to set the lead block. First down, Carroll at the 43. Roll out to the right. Sullivan's got some room to run at the 40. And good recovery by center Grove to stop that from being a big play. It's only a gain of two to the 40. Looked like if he could have escaped that one man in the open field, Sullivan had a big gainer down that right sideline. 
Yeah, he's done a good job thus far of reading the pocket and finding those escape routes. Second down and eight from the center, Grove 40. Chargers, first drive of the game. Sullivan, fake handoff, throws over the middle, got a man. Hill will make the catch inside the 15-yard line. Knocked down close to the 11. 29-yard pickup over the top. Jimmy Sullivan to Jaden Hill and the Chargers. First and 10 just outside the Center Grove 10-yard line near the 12. Just a great call there running the RPO play-action pass. And again, linebacker on Hill is a mismatch, and they're taking advantage of it. Ball is centered between the hash marks. Trip receivers to the right, single receiver. Hershberger to the left. Alone back in the backfield and a rollout to the right. Sullivan, and he'll be gobbled up, lost his footing, and gets taken down back at the 17-yard line. That's a loss of five yards. It'll go down as a sack. They ran a blitz there coming off the yellow blitz, so they had him outnumbered at the point of attack, and Jimmy really did the right thing there just to minimize the loss. And again, Johnson beat Jake Wilson up front and was the second man to get in and help to take down Sullivan. Handoff, starts bringing it wide. Got a nice block. He cuts it up inside the 15. Got the yards that Sullivan lost back. Maybe shy of one yard of getting all five back. It's a four-yard gain to the 13 for Starks and it's going to bring up a third down and 11. Good to see him run the football after last week's scary moment. He's back to full... 100% 100% great cut there. Two receivers split each side. Single back is Starks. Shotgun for Sullivan. Looks to throw. Throws the fade. Far corner of the end zone. Oh, yeah. And he just oh. throws it over the head of Hanson Hafner in the back right corner of the end zone. Incomplete. And Carroll is going to try to get the first points on the board. And out comes Sebastian Lopez, the two-time All-Summit Athletic Conference kicker, to try to boot one from about 30 yards. Well, he had him in the back of that end zone just a tad too far there. So if they can finish off this drive here with the field goal. Just inside the left hash. They'll set it right on the 20. So it's a 30-yard attempt. The right-footed kick is up. And it is good. And the Carroll Chargers take the open kickoff and finish it off with a Sebastian Lopez field goal. It's Carroll three, Center Grove nothing. 7.20 remaining in quarter number one. It's the 6A state championship game on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Get a quick drive summary on the first drive of the game. The Carroll Chargers lead it three to nothing with 7.20 remaining. They go on a 12-play drive, 57 yards, four minutes and 34 seconds. They possess the ball. And the Chargers finish it off with a 30-yard field goal from Sebastian Lopez, leading it three to nothing over Center Grove. Yeah, it's always good to get first get points out of a drive like that. Good setting them ball of the game. Good mixture by offensive coordinator Papaganis on Carroll's first drive there. Mixing run and pass. Formationally did a great job. And, of course, we saw the diversity of the Chargers offense. A couple of big pass plays. None bigger, perhaps, than the pass over the middle to Jaden Hill, who had a couple of catches on that drive. I think that clearly is something that Carroll wants to exploit. The abilities of Jaden Hill 
especially when he gets matched up against the linebacker. Yes. Yeah, that's the one thing I saw watching tape is how that could create a mismatch for Center Grove with their linebackers because Hill is physical enough to run block on the perimeter, but also physical enough to play Bangham with the linebackers and safeties. So look for him to have a little bit more targets as we go on tonight. Well, and fast enough to outrun linebackers yes. down the seam, and yep. that's what he did on a beautiful throw by Sullivan for that 29-yard completion. So Lopez is going to get set to kick it off, and we're going to see the center grove offense for the first time. Jalen Thomason and Eli Holt line up back deep to return this Sebastian Lopez kick. And let's see if Lopez does Lopez things here and drills it through the Colts logo in the end zone. Lopez's kick is going to get to the end zone about five yards deep and bounce in the middle of the S in Colts. That is a touchback. It comes out to the 20-yard line. First and 10 for Center Grove, trailing 3 to nothing. It is junior quarterback Tyler Cherry, 6'5", 205. He's got good size, and Shannon, you were impressed with his oh, arm. Oh, he can really sling it. He's got all the tools that you need from a quarterback's perspective. He's got height, he's got mobility, and a strong arm. Micah Coyle, the senior running back, who's rushed for 59 yards shy of 2,000 on the year. Big splits in the offensive line, and it is a give. Right up the middle, Coyle spinning his way out across the 30, a 10-yard gain for Micah Coyle. And it's a first down for Center Grove. Just a little quick trap play there, and you saw the quicks of Coyle there getting up on the linebackers very quickly. And that's the type he is, is a little bit like Starks. But he does have that breakaway speed. Well, the thing is, he's a guy that's not afraid to run between the tackles. No. But Mark also, knows. if you get him outside on the edge, he can outrun you. Little cross buck. They give it to the second man, Thomason, and he'll take it out across the 35, falling to the 36 for a six-yard gain on the first down run. And that is Jalen Thomason, a six-foot, 180-pound senior, who's rushed for almost a thousand yards this year. Yeah, and they're get, they're running that wing T offense as we can see here. Now they're going to spread it a little bit. But very proficient in that offense. Two receivers bunched up wide to the right. And oh, they'll nice give play. instead to Coyle. And the Carroll Chargers blow it up. And that is Cameron Lentz, a 6'3", 205-pound linebacker. He took a spot that was left available after Dylan Bennett was removed from the team. And boy, did Lentz just make the most of it there. Shot the gap and took down Coyle. Yeah, as for as, no gain. As soon as he read that that tackle blocked down and double team, he shot the gap. Great read by Lentz. It is third down and four, and the Carroll fans making noise for their defense. Roll out right. They throw with that. They got Thomason wide open down the sideline. 40, 35, 30, 20. Nobody's going to catch him. Thomason takes it all the way. 64 yards for a touchdown. Center Grove takes the lead 6-3 over the Carroll Chargers. Just a simple, what they call bootleg in this offense. And Thomas got out in the flat against the linebacker. Good pass by Cherry and his speed carried him the rest of the way. Yeah, Justin Anderson got caught in some traffic and couldn't stay with Thomason. 
And once he turned the edge and put on the afterburners, he beat everybody down the sideline 64 yards. And now the extra point. Nolan Foley, 52 of 55 on the year. It is up and it is good. And just like that, Center Grove answers. The field goal for Carroll started it. Center Grove answers with a touchdown. It is 7-3. Center Grove over the Carroll Chargers with 537 still to be played in quarter number one. This is the Class 6A state championship game on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. The starts of these games always so interesting because you've got all that energy and adrenaline. And right now it's a 7-3 Center Grove lead over the Carroll Chargers with 537 remaining in quarter number one. But we've seen Carroll come out with emotion, move down the field, then get stopped when they got in the red zone. They kick a field goal. But Center Grove busts the big play. It is a 64-yard completion to Jalen Thomason out in the flat. And he just won the sprint down the sideline to the end zone. And he's put his Trojans ahead. Yeah, that was the type of play that we talked about. You cannot give up. That type of play right there. Third down and about three. Great play call by Coach Moore. And it turned a short pass into a 60-yard-plus touchdown. Big crowd here from Carroll on the far sideline, which would be the visitor's sideline for a Colts game. You see a big student contingent, and it's not the Neon Nation. The Orange Nation is showing up here in the state capitol. But the bottom level pretty well full from end zone to end zone with Carroll Chargers fans. Of course, Center Grove equally supported on the near sideline. Center Grove from Greenwood, which is a South Indiana, Indianapolis suburb. So Nolan Foley to kick it off. Not a deep kicker. In fact, the two return men for Carroll lined up at about the 12-yard line. So a difference-taking game right here. And this actually kicking it for Center Grove is going to be Landon Fort, Not Foley and Monfort. Well, just what I say. <laughs> he said not so fast. Yeah, not a deep kicker. It goes to the end zone for a touchback. So the Carroll Chargers start first and 10 for their own 20-yard line. They trail it 7-3. to three. Just past the midway point of quarter number one. Chargers going right to left as we look at it from high atop Lucas Oil Stadium. They're on the left hash. Two receivers to the right. One lines up wide to the left. And the handoff in center grove in the backfield before Starks could even get the completion. A handoff. They just blew that up for a five-yard loss back at the 15. Well, the right guard basically got beat inside that led right to Starks. He had no choice, chance. Yeah, it was tough that uh, Jaden Barkalo just never got a real block set at all on center grove up front. So it is second down and 15. Play action. Drop back Sullivan. He dances around in the pocket. Here comes pressure and they'll sack him back at the eight-yard line. 
And this guy is just tearing up the Chargers right now. Nate Johnson with his second big play, a 6'3", 260-pound defensive lineman, just a junior. But he was double-teamed and still broke through and got to Sullivan. Yeah, and that's the one thing there is Jimmy's got to feel the pressure there and try to get the ball out of his hands to avoid the big sack because now you've got third and about 22. The center and the left guard couldn't contain Johnson. So now it is third and a long way to go. Sullivan a rollout. The flag looks like it's going to be a hold against Carroll. The pass incomplete wide of the sideline out at the 15-yard line. And it is a hold against Carroll. That's going to be declined because it's going to be fourth and a mile from the 8-yard line after that incomplete pass. And the Carroll Chargers are going to go three and out. And go negative 12 on the possession. And then have to punt it from their own end zone. Yeah, not the type of series that you would want from Carroll after giving up the touchdown. Key component here is get what you can, kicking the ball, get good coverage, and then defensively try to get a three and out. That was Caden Abs, the right tackle who basically just wrapped and threw his man to the turf and uh, can't get away with that, especially on a right rollout to the right where yeah. the right tackle is kind of in the focus of the referee. Here's the punt, and it's a fairly short kick coming up and taking it a fair catch at the 38-yard line of Carroll. So that's only a 30-yard punt. No return, but it means first and 10 for Center Grove at the Carroll 38 with Center Grove already leading at 7-3 with 4.13 on the clock, quarter number one. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if they don't try to take a shot here with Coy one-on-one at the top. Ball is on the right hash. Center Grove lines up two receivers with a slot lined up to the left. Single receiver to the right, man in motion from the slot left over to the right. And a give up the middle. Here's Coyle. Bounces off one, stays on his feet all the way down to the 30. And that's actually Thomason that carried it. Jalen Thomason right up for a quick eight yards. It's second down and two. Yeah, they're getting a great push right now on Carroll's front four, and right now they're just running the football with pretty good efficiency on first down. Thomason and Coyle both in the backfield. Shotgun for Cherry, and he'll give. Thomason bounces it off his left tackle and cuts it up at the hash marks inside the 25, taken down at the 24-yard line after picking up six and a first down for Center Grove. A good little off-tackle play there. Center Grove now being more in their traditional offense as opposed to their wing tee. From the Carroll 24-yard line, Center Grove with a 7-3 lead. Clock ticking down to 3.15 left in the first quarter. Under center, the give to the running back. This is Coyle. He'll dive inside the 20 and be taken down to the 19-yard line. Leading the way for the Carroll Tacklers was Ashton Pasetsky, the 6'2", 220-pound junior. But it's still a five-yard yeah. gain for Coyle. Yeah, Carroll's going to have to start taking some run run blitz chances here because on first down right now, they're getting about five to seven yards per clip. 
Second down, five to go. Ball in the red zone at the Chargers, 19. Shotgun snap. The give up the middle. At the 17-yard line and nothing more. Braden Steely came up in run support. You talked about that, Shannon. Mm-hmm. He was going to have to come up and fill some gaps. And that time, Steely hit Coyle head-on and took him down for only a two-yard gain. Now a third down, and this really pivotal for Carroll. They don't yeah. want to fall behind 14-3. to Yeah, they got they got to force a field goal here. Third down, three to go. From the 17, a handoff on the sweep to the right, and Carroll takes him down. What a defensive play. That time by Carroll's Maxton Wired, a 6'3", 215-pound linebacker, came up on the edge on that stretch handoff to the right and got the ankles of Coyle and took him down. Big-time play. Yeah. And now it is a fourth down and about five to go, and they'll set up for a 36-yard field goal try. Yeah, they used that run blitz there, like I was saying, and got there. And this is Foley that will try from the right hash. It's from 36 yards. The kick is up. It's got the distance, and it is no good to the left. Missed it to the left of the upright, and a huge stop by the Carroll Chargers defense. Keeps it at a 7-3 center Grove lead, 113 remaining in the first quarter. Now that's what they needed right there is force them to kick the field goal, get a big miss, and now they can come back and restart their second, third possession here from the 20. We'll go ahead and take a break. As they take the TV timeout, we'll come back. It is high school football, the Class 6A state championship on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. The Carroll Chargers come up with a big stop on a field goal by the Center Grove Trojans. As Nolan Foley misses from six yards out, and now Carroll gets the ball back down by four, seven to three, minute 13 left here in the first quarter. Shannon, we're losing your headset. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. what'd you do? Break that thing? Get too excited last week? That cold weather might have done it. Yeah, probably did. <laughs> so the Carroll, the Carroll Chargers are taking the field now, ready to go with their drive, and they'll start at the 20. That's the thing with a missed field goal. Always going to be put at the 20-yard line. Yeah. Ball on the left. Hash trip receivers to the wide side right. Single receiver lined up wide to the left. Single back in the backfield. Sullivan's going to drop. Look to the left. Little out route. Caught by Hirschberger at the 29. Immediately pushed out of bounds as Ethan Watt had the cover for center grove. But that will go for a nine-yard gain. And, you know, that's one of those things that Cole is so content with. That little out route between Sullivan and Hirschberger. If they see that you're going to give him some cushion, they'll take that eight, nine yards every time. And that's their matchup right there. Second down, one. From the left hash, roll out to the right. Steely on the direct snap. Got a lead block. Steely can't get the edge, but he falls forward across the 30, which is just enough to move the sticks. 
a one-yard gain, but he only needed a yard. Yeah. So from the 30, it's first and 10 for Carroll. I think he missed the cut there because if he had stuck his foot in the ground and got vertical, he probably had about three or four more yards. Ball is on the right hash. Sullivan in the gun. Starks the back over his left shoulder. Trip receivers to the left. Drop back Sullivan looking left. Looking. Now throws over the middle. And the ball tipped and knocked down at the line of scrimmage. Closest man to it was the center grove linebacker. He was trying to get it over the middle of the field to Jaden Hill. Yeah, he had him too. But the ball batted down a hand up on that defensive line. And now it brings up second down and 10. Still at the 30-yard line. 45 seconds left first quarter. From the right hash, Sullivan fakes the handoff, keeps it, runs it up the middle, and he takes it out close to the 35. They'll give him a five-yard pickup. Makes it a more manageable third-down situation. Third and five for Carroll. And let's see if they run another play. They do line up for one. They don't have to with 22 seconds left in the quarter, 25 on the play clock. Shotgun Sullivan on third and five. He's going to back off, look over to his line after they've seen defensively how Center Grove's going to line up on this third down and five from their own 35-yard line. Everybody moves, and the center never snapped it. Not sure exactly what happened. Of course, it is a big building, and sound might travel differently. At that time, everybody heard the snap except Jake Wilson, and he was the one that had the football in the center of that Carroll Chargers offensive line. It's going to be a five-yard penalty, and that's costly because now it's a third and ten. Yeah, and especially when you had the quarter coming up, you could have just waited, and they're going to let it go out here. And now the quarter does burn out. Yeah, so the penalty happened with like five seconds left in the quarter. And now the teams will take their break in between quarters number one and two. Carroll scored first. Got a field goal to take a three-to-nothing lead. Center Grove responded and now lead it seven to three at the end of our first 12 minutes. You're listening to the Class 6A State Championship game on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Team kind of the defense is settled into this one. After what quarter of play, it is now Center Grove 7, Carroll 3. Shannon, your thoughts after the first 12 minutes? Well, outside of the big play they gave up, I thought defensively they played pretty good. They're buckling down, especially on the bad field position. Offensively, they've got to get back to that rhythm they had on that first drive. And they're just having some neg- too many negative plays happen in the last two series, especially the one with the penalty. One thing I think Garrett's going to have to do is to force Grove to feel like they have to throw the football. Correct. Because right now, I think Center Grove feels like they can run the football against this Carroll defense. Yeah, and I think that's where Carroll's going to have to start doing some run blitzes here to take some of those gaps away, especially how quick those Center Grove running backs are hitting the hole. Third down and 10 for Carroll. They start this quarter at their own 30-yard line. Ball just inside the right has three receivers, wide side left, one receiver to the right, and Sullivan from the pocket, drops back, throws over the middle, and it is over. The intended receiver running a deep post route, had a chance at him, but just a little bit too far for Gabe Starks, and an incomplete pass will force Carroll to put the football away on fourth and ten. Yeah, he really was going to have to thread that one in there. 
did have him just a little bit too far in front but getting some field position back here hopefully it's going to be a big punt here for the Carroll Chargers back deep Gage Reese and it's a short kick and it's going to be taken on a fair catch at his own 39 yard line well, they'll say that he actually made it on the run at the 37, and forward progress took him out to the 39. So it's first and 10 for Center Grove from their own 37-yard line as the Trojans lead it over the Carroll Chargers 7-3, just underway in the second quarter. Coming up tomorrow, 11 a.m., it is the Class 1A state championship. Adam Central and Indianapolis Lutheran. What a showdown that'll be. Here's handoff up the middle. Coyle takes it out to the 45. That's an eight-yard gain right up the gut. And, Shannon, those are the plays that I'm talking yeah. about. Center Grove believes they can create seams for Coyle. He's doing a nice job of finding the hole, keeping the pad level low, and churning for six, seven, eight yards. Yeah, and that's where Carroll's going to have to find ways to get off the blocks or start bringing people. Second down and two from their own 45-yard line. And this time they'll give it to Coyle coming wide near sideline. He gets the edge but gets knocked out of bounds as he gets to the Carroll 47. Another good gain this time going wide. And it's a first and 10 for Center Grove. And it shows the versatility of Coyle yeah. inside, outside. Just a really good back, and that's why he's rushed for about 2,000 yards this season. Yeah, and here they're back in their wing tee stuff. Hand off to the back. This is Thomason. Thomason gets tripped up as he goes inside the 40, falls to the 39. But again, you know, it looks like it's pretty well defended, but because of the push at the line of scrimmage, that's an eight-yard gain. Second down and two. Yeah, these linebackers are going to have to start cupping up and taking on blockers because right now they're just trying to finesse them. And by the time they do their stuff, the guys buy them. And like you said, it's eight, nine yards later. From the Carroll 39-yard line, Trojans leading at 7-3 to three on the move. Second down and two. And they'll go play action, look to throw it deep down the sideline, and it is caught against man-to-man -man coverage inside the five-yard line. Noah Coy, his favorite target, one-on-one -on -one down the left sideline, and he just went up and got it right over the man-to-man -man defense of Jesse Robles. Yeah, it's just another great throw. Great catch. I think Braden had stepped up because of the play-action pass and wasn't able to give that over-the-top I'd like to. For the goal center, Grove. They're at the four-and-a-half-yard line. Man in motion, right to left. A give up the middle. Coyle spins at the two and gets stood up. And then piled on by a host of Carroll Chargers who push Coyle back already all the way out to about the six or seven yard line, but he's going to be credited with inside the two, close to the one. Second and goal. Center Grove looking to go up two scores. They lead it seven to three, 926 and the clock running. 
And they will get first back through. There's the surge up front and a touchdown for Center Grove. Micah Coyle, his 22nd touchdown of the year. And that was Center Grove just driving Carroll about four yards into the end zone. And it is a 13-3 Trojans lead with 9.22 to play in the second quarter. Well, right now, they're just winning the line of scrimmage on both sides of the ball. Nolan Foley tried to add the extra point. The set and the kick. It is up and it is good. 14-3, Center Grove leading it over the Carroll Chargers with 9.22 still to play in our first half. This is the Class 6A state championship game from Lucas Oil Stadium on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Carroll Chargers can't let this one get out of hand. Their offense is going to have to step up. It's now a 14-3 game. Center Grove leading it over the Carroll Chargers with 9.22 left to be played here in the first half. Yeah, they need to have a drive here of at least nothing more. They can't afford to go three and out and give the ball back to Center Grove uh, too quickly. They're going to have to find ways to keep a drive going. And right now they've got to find ways what they're going to do running the football. And well... And if you're man-to-man, and you talk about the big plays, Shannon, if you're man-to-man against Noah Coy, who came into the game with 57 receptions, no one else on center Grove with more than 17 this year, Tyler Cherry is going to go to that play action, <laughs> and he'll trust Coy to go up and make a play, and that time he did, and it turned into a huge gain, and basically was the key play yeah. of that drive. Right. He made a great throw, and just remember, Coy's only 5'10", 165 pounds, so it's not like he's a 6'2", 6'3", receiver out there, so it's not a height thing. Not a jump ball, but right. it's a jump ball. Yeah, well, and, and of course, the, the accuracy of Cherry has been quite evident all year. So once again, it is number 89, and and that is uh, Landon Montfort, who is going to kick for Center Grove. Foley, the extra points, field goals. Montfort with the kick. It's taken at the 2 by Steely. He'll cut back at the 10, up the middle of the field. He's to the 18 and dives across the 20, and the Chargers will start at their own 21. One yard line, a yard return by Braden Steely. Yeah, they get a little get a little breather here, but again, they're starting back inside the 20 yard line area. Very important here that they have a a, a really good positive down play. Sullivan lines up in the gun, two receivers each side, single back is Nate Starks. That's a pair of sophomores in the backfield for the Chargers. Starks looks for a hole up the middle, and he dances his way across the 25 to the 26, a five-yard gain on first down. Now, there you go. That's what you need to have on a consistent basis, something that Center of Grove is doing quite well at the moment. And it's a message, too, that Doug Dynan says to his team, we don't have to panic. We can still trust our defense, so we just got to stick with what we believe in. A balanced offense. And here's Starks this time. Nothing there for Starks. He hesitated, waiting for a hole to develop. It never did, and Starks gets taken down for no gain. Now, 
be third down. We'll give him across the 26. We'll call a long four to go on this third down for the Carroll Chargers. From the left hash, two receivers each side and a single back. Starks behind Sullivan in the gun. Sullivan, a quick drop, a throw, and it's incomplete. As a throw. Underthrew his man from the slot on a quick outturn at the 32-yard line, and it is a quick three and out. Exactly what Carroll could not afford to do as they still try to find their offense, and now they're going to have to kick it away, and it's going to be good field position out of this for Center Grove. On to do the punting for the Carroll Chargers. Dominic Dempsey, a junior. Low snap, Dempsey handles it, and again, not a very deep kick. Taken on a fair catch by Thomason at about the 46-yard line. So that's going to be a 28-yard punt. No return, but great field position for Center Grove, already leading at 14-3. 8-16, still left first half. Yeah, right now they're just dominating in all phases of the game because the field position battles definitely tilted in their factor. I would be surprised here if he does come back and tries another one-on-one throw and try to get up big here. Wing to the left, ball of the right hash. And it is the handoff up the middle. Hit at the line of scrimmage. Coyle, he tries to escape the first man. Can't get away from the grasp of the second. Pasetsky, second man in, helped to clean it up after a two-yard gain out to the... 48-yard line. It'll be second down and eight for Center Grove. Better job there physicality-wise by Carroll's defensive three linemen. Again, forcing a second and eight here. Two receivers to the left, one to the right. And play action. Dropping back, throwing on a little seam route at the 41. It is caught, and again, it is Noah Coy. He's going to have that cross in his chest because he just took a (laughs) bullet from Tyler Cherry right between the numbers. The catch at the Carroll 41, it's a first down for Center Grove. Yeah, that time there, Justin Anderson in his pass drop, he never moved. You know, there's you've got to read the eyes and understand that that, 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 that's where they're going to try to get the football. Always got to know where Coy is at. Play action, roll. A stop in the pocket, a throw deep, and it's over everybody's head, bouncing freely at the five-yard line. Just a misread that time, as Jerry thought his man was going to continue on the deep route. He kind of cut off on the post, and an incomplete pass. It is second down and ten. Well, that was the first time they've tried to throw it on first down. Good pass defense there by Carroll. Second down and ten. From the Carroll, 41-yard line, Center Grove with the football. The handoff to Coyle, bringing it wide to the left sideline. Oh, did he get hit right as he got to the sideline. Jorge Valdez came up and popped him, and they're going to throw a late flag. That's horrible. That is, they got to pick that up. Valdez met him right at the sideline and just lifted him off his feet with a hit, and they're going to call a personal foul on Valdez. Absolutely. Wrong call there. That was a clean hit. The kid was still in bounds, trying to make a play, 
And all he did was hit him in the chest area. It looked worse than what it actually was. It was just such a good hit that yeah. it just hit him and stopped him, almost lifting him off the ground. And we get a replay of it. And he hadn't actually stepped out of bounds. Yeah. He got hit just as he crossed over the white. But he had not stepped out of bounds when Valdez hit him. Yeah. See, that play looked worse than it was. And for the deep back judge to throw that flag. And a late flag. A late flag at that when the official that was there was standing right there in that uh, on the boundary. First and 10 taken at the 19. Handoff. This time it is Thomason. And Thomason with a gain inside the 15 to the 13. A six-yard pickup in between the tackles for Jalen Thomason. Thomason and, uh, well, Thomason will be over 1,000 yards by the time this game is over, the <laughs> yeah. way it's going. And Coyle, I would imagine he is breathing on 2,000 if he hasn't gotten there already. Yeah. Second down, four to go. Give it to Thomason. Thomason follows the blocking on the outside left. And look at him just work his way inside the five all the way to the three. Well, there's no question that penalty hurt Carroll. Ten-yard gain for Thomason. And just a good job. They pulled the guard. The tackle got a good block. But Thomason just carried a tackler, spinning him all the way inside the five. It's first and goal for center Grove at the three-yard line. Already leading at 14-3 halfway through our second quarter. Yeah, that Oduma that time looked like he kind of got held. And it will be a give to the second man. That's Thomason. Looked like his knee went down at the two. They didn't call him down. Now they're looking to see if the ball broke the plane. And they'll say he was stopped at the one. I don't know, Shannon. It looked yeah. to me like he went down on a knee at about the two and a half or three yard line. Let's see. Right there, did the knee go down? Yes, that it right did. knee looked like it went down. Yeah, they actually gave him a an extra yard from where he really was. So it's at the one yard line. It is second down and goal. Center Grove looking to add to a 14 to three lead and they'll give it to the second man. He reaches oh. for the plane. Oh no, he did The ball came out. They're gonna say a touchdown. Oh my. <laughs> Center Grove's Owen Bright. The extra back in the backfield took the handoff off right tackle, and as he was going down, he reached. Well, and I, guess, I think he did break yeah. the plane with possession, Shannon. I thought, I thought the ball was out, but he basically... The ground, I mean, he got it across, and the ground, which was painted blue, knocked it out. And that is a touchdown. 20-3, to three, now the extra point. Foley drills it, and it's good. 21 to 3. It is Center Grove with the lead. 21 straight scored on the Carroll Chargers with 521 remaining in the first half. You're listening to Class 6A State Championship Football on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. With the coach, Shannon Griffith, Brett Rump at Lucas Oil Stadium with 521 remaining in the first half. It is now 21 to 3. Center Grove leading it over the Carroll Chargers. And uh, we said it last drive, maybe even more so this drive, Carroll has to do something to get some momentum before we get to recess. 
Yeah, and it, it's unfortunate because it came out of the gates really good there on that first drive and had some nice uh, fluid offense going. But right now, the difference is field position definitely in center grows favor. And Carroll is just losing the line of scrimmage on both sides of the ball. Haven't seen many flags, but one on that last drive by Center yeah. Grove proved to be critical to Carroll on a late hit flag that Shannon and I both still question. Even though he was crossing the boundary, he had not actually stepped out of bounds and was still fighting for yards. It wasn't like he was just taking himself out of the play. Right. I'm all for protecting the, uh, protecting football players, but that one there was not a good call. Here's the kick. It's a high kick, not deep this time, taken at the four. Across the 10, the 15, and an open field tackle takes down uh -oh. Starks out near the 20, and Braden Steely is down, and Braden Steely is rolling around in agony right now. He just put both palms over his face. He is rolling on the turf. Braden Steely is hurt. And he is down. And he's a little bit of the do-everything guy for the Carroll Chargers. Offensively, defensively. We've seen him take direct snaps with this offense. He's a key in the short yardage game. He is like a key defender. Now he's gotten himself up. It looked like he got rolled up on and he is going to get some assistance and gingerly go the short way over to the far sideline. Well, you know how bad Steely does not want to come out of this game. But the way he reacted to it, yeah, it looked like... I thought it was a knee at first. Yeah, it, it, it looked like he believed it was something pretty serious the way he rolled around and put his hands over his face. Well, when you get rolled up on from behind, it can be very scary at the same time because, you you know, you're feeling it in actual time. And if you got his ankle caught underneath there, trapped, you don't have much give, you know, and that's one of those things that happens. That's where you get those high ankle sprains. Coming up tomorrow, the Class 1A state championship game, the Adams Central Flying Jets and the Indy Lutheran Saints. Oh, what a game it should be. Shannon, I think we actually talked in the preseason that we kind of anticipated that these two teams probably would be on a collision course for a rematch after a terrific state title game a year ago. Yeah, no question. And, and, and like you said, you know, Adam Central had the lead in that ball game, two touchdowns. But Luther's ability for the big play really hurt Adam Central in that second half and able to Lutheran to get ahead of them. But two different contracting, st contracting styles of offense with Lutheran running more of a run-and-gun type of offense versus a flex-bone, wing-tee combination for Adams Central. So it, it, it should be a dandy of a game. And last week against Carroll Flora, Adams Central created six turnovers in that ball game. Well, it's a pair of 14-0 teams next week, or tomorrow, here at Lucas Oil Stadium. Carroll ready to go. First and 10 for their own 20-yard line. Sullivan is going to throw. Quick out route for about a four-yard gain. It is caught. Yeah, they're wanting to penalty on yeah. that one. Yeah, because uh, 
That time the out route to Starks. He made the catch, and as he crossed the far sideline, got bumped from behind. And Carroll fans over on that far side wanting an even-up flag. <laughs> Second down. We'll call it uh, seven to go, and they'll go again with that quick out. And again, it's completed. Same exact play, this time to Hirschberger, and he'll catch it out at the 28. So it's third down and two. That time, Starks was the guy who cleared on a seam route, and Hirschberger, the wide man, took the little out route. And he may have had Starks down that seam. Trip receivers to the right, two receivers with an empty backfield for Sullivan. Quick throw on a sit route. He completes oh, no. it. They no, it's incomplete. incomplete. They say it was too low and on the turf in front of Cooper Rudolph. And, Cooper and he Rudolph. wants to beg and plead to get credit for this catch. And the only way he would get it if they go to instant replay. And unfortunately, they don't have instant replay. No, and that's so it's going to be an incomplete pass and set up another three and out. And it may have been tipped at the line uh, of scrimmage, but, oh, it looked like he caught it. Yeah, they just showed the replay. And I think even though it was deflected, I think Rudolph got his hands under it. Laying on the ground, Rudolph, I think, caught that ball, and it would have been a first down. Instead, it's a three and out. Carroll has to kick it away. And so far, Carroll not getting the breaks from officials. Here's the kick, a low kick. Caught at the 37, and it's a fair catch. So Center Grove starts at their own 37-yard line, first and 10. A couple of tough breaks, not going Carroll's way here in the first half, but take nothing away from Center Grove. They've dominated this first half, and Carroll's got to find some answers. Well, the last two passes that Jimmy Sullivan's thrown on third down have not been good. He's kind of guiding it, trying to wish it in there. He's got to step back and let it rip and not try to pinpoint it. But he's got to make those type of completions. It is a 21-3 game. Handoff, Coyle following the left side of his line. He'll dive across the 46 to the 40. Well, they'll give him the 46. But again, eight yards on first down, and I think they've been doing that consistently on first down plays, is running it right up the middle. And when you've got second and two all day long, it makes offense easy. Well, this type of defense, their linebackers have got to be the ones that make the plays, and they're just not making them. Second man through. Thomason takes it. Off left tackle. Look at Thomason show some power. Put the pads down low against Valdez and went right through him inside the Carroll 45 to the 43-yard line. We haven't seen that much this year, but again, they're getting up to their linebackers and they're getting a guard to the safety. That was what happened with Valdez there is a guard had blocked him. Yeah, he was actually bouncing off the block of the guard and ended up right in the path of Thomason, who took a second shot, and Valdez ended up going to the deck. Here's the handoff coil, tries to get the edge, and Carroll takes it away. Not much there that time, and a good job by Solomon Oduma, the senior linebacker, of making the tackle after a gain of only a couple. It's at the 40, it's just inside the 42 of Carroll, second down, we'll call it second and nine, Shannon, short nine. Yeah, it was a good play by Duma there, but they're reducing that edge so quickly. 
Good thing he kept his outside arm free because that's exactly what he how he made that tackle. 3.20 and the clock running. Second quarter, 21-3. Center Grove the lead, second down, nine. Play action and a throw near sideline. Caught at the 32, diving out of bounds. The, the catch to Coy. And Center Grove goes to a little bit of the Carroll offensive playbook. Little out route with the cushion on Coy. He made the deep catch down the sideline earlier. This time they gave him a little base, and he just cut it off to the sideline and a good strike from quarterback Tyler Cherry. Yeah, he gave him too First much, down. Too much cushion, I thought, there. At the 33-yard line, handoff Thompson. Big hole as he cuts it back up the middle. Inside the 25, Thomason takes it all the way to the 20-yard line. 13-yard pickup. You give him the 19. That's a 14-yard gain for Thomason having a huge first half. Yeah, they're just, you know, Carroll's linebackers are just getting blocked. I mean, that's about the best thing to say is and that they're getting blocked, and that's why they're getting so much yardage. When he got hit, he spun and fell forward three, almost four yards after the contact. Handoff up the middle. Good job of coming in to the defensive end spot to take the feet out from Micah Coyle. Again, that defensive front undersized, but they try to use their quickness, and that time Royce Jones helped make the play for Carroll. Yeah, they need to try to hold them to three here at a minimum. It is second down and nine from about the 18-yard line. Handoff. Off left tackle. Thomason spins it out wide, and the pursuit is up with him before he could fully get the edge. He still picked up a couple of yards, but it's going to bring up a third down and long for center Grove. Jorge Valdez came up and helped on the tackle. It's at the 16-yard line where it is third down and about seven to go. And we've got a timeout being called with a minute 59 on the clock. It is a 21-3 center Grove lead. Trojans facing a third down and seven at the Chargers 16-yard line. And we'll get it when we come back. High school football on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Carroll took the first drive of the game, went right down the field and kicked a field goal to take a 3-0 lead. Since then, it's been all Grove. The Trojans leading at 21-3 with 2.01 left in the first half. They did add a couple of seconds on the clock, Shannon. Third down and seven is another one of those key third downs for this Carroll Chargers defense. Yeah, I would find a way to double Coy because that's where the ball probably going to go to. They got a one-on-one -on -one here in the boundary. Coy lines up wide to the left. Shotgun snap for Cherry. Play action. He looks right the whole way. Throws, and it's wide of his man. Incomplete. Tried to go to that far sideline to Owen Wright. And that is a tough throw. Yeah, it was. About a five-yard out route from the hash mark to the far boundary. That That's like throwing it 30 yards across the field, and he was off target. So it brings up another field goal try for Nolan Foley, who already has missed one earlier in the game from 36 yards. This one just closer at 34, but it is on the left hash. A 34-yard try. Here's the snap, the set. It's good. Blocked. Blocked. 
off the left edge. Jorge Valdez got in there and blocked it. What a great play. Came off the left edge and beat it. Watch him here. This is beautiful. To the ball. And a blocked field goal try by Valdez. And the Chargers come up with another stop with a minute 51. And Shannon, you just feel like if they can ride the momentum, do something positive here with the football. If they could get a touchdown, make it a 21-10 game at the half, they'd have to feel pretty good about themselves after the first half, the way they've played, especially defensively. Yeah, that was a huge play for them right there. From the 20, it is first and 10. Drop back Sullivan, throwing near sideline. The ball caught at the 29, wrapped up, taken out of bounds. That's a completion to Hanson Hafner for a nine-yard gain. It's going to be second down and one. The clock stops at 147 remaining here in the half. They like the matchup against Ethan Watt, the 5'11", 175-pound senior, number four. He's usually into the boundary, so if they can get the matchup down there, they need to take advantage of it as much as they can. Safety's really wide. They got Hill down the middle. Yeah, you've got a seam for Hill. Roll out to the left. Sullivan still on the roll, still on the roll. Now throws back over the middle. Oh, that's a dangerous throw, and it's incomplete. Threw it too high, trying to dump it off over the middle of the field. But boy, to roll all the way almost to the left sideline and then turn and throw it back over the middle of the field. Well, that's when he's got to know where the down and distance is because he could have ran and got the down, got the first down, but now it's third and one. Yeah, only needed a yard, now third and one with a minute 40 remaining in the half. They need to convert here. You don't want to give the ball up to center Grove with time to work with. Shotgun for Sullivan. Still has Starks as the back in the backfield. And a quick throw on a slant route. Hill will make the catch going high to grab it at the 35. Hill got hit just as he came down and went to the turf, but a five-yard gain or a six-yard gain and a first down for Carroll. But the clock running down to a minute 30. First and 10 from their own 35-yard line. Drop back Sullivan looking over the middle of the field. Now he tucks it, runs to the left. He is going to run it this time and not get much. Out to the 37-yard line, maybe the 38 after gaining three. Clock will continue to tick away down to a minute 10. Shotgun snap from the left hash, two receivers each side. Sullivan, a drop, throws. And on the out route, it is caught behind man, but it was caught. It may have uh, kept him from getting out of bounds, but it's going to be a first down, a completion to Gabe Starks. Yeah, that was a great, great catch by Gabe there. But if he'd have had it in front of him, Gabe could have caught it and run out of bounds. Instead, he had to turn over his back shoulder, and it kept him from getting across the sideline. Down to 45 seconds. Here's the snap. They got a flag on the play, and Sullivan, a scamper, ends up losing a yard, taken down at the 46. Now they'll stop the clock with 39 seconds left. They're going to call Jaden Hill for moving because he signaled to the official to ask him if he was off the ball. Yep, there it is. They do. They call the illegal shift. Unbelievable. Against Carroll. Now you wonder if they'll take the penalty. There was a yard loss. Uh, 
Going to be Marshaw, five yards against Carroll. Back to the 42. So it's going to be first down and 15. You've got 39 seconds left in this first half. Center Grove 21, Carroll 3. Chargers on the left hash. Put two receivers each side. A back in the backfield, Starks drop back for Sullivan. Looking, looking. Now he wants to take off, but he gets his ankles grabbed, and Sullivan goes down awkwardly at his own 40-yard line. And it's good to see Sullivan get up because they grabbed him down low, and it kind of twisted. It looked like his legs kind of buckled up, but Sullivan goes down. And the sack back at the 40 is a loss of about two or three yards. They'll say it's at the 39. So it is now with 23 seconds left in the half, second down and 18 for Carroll. Yeah, that's where his youth and inexperience in some situations there kind of takes advantage. He should have thrown it up and out of bounds somewhere, knowing that the routes were not there. Center Grove played a two-match, and they just had everyone covered, and that's where you just got to throw it away. Don't take the take the sack. And you can't have indecision on that scramble. If you're going to take off, when, yes. you, when you drop, if you at that moment see a space to run, you got to go because the Center Grove team is going to play off the block as you kind of dance your way right. looking for a hole. And that time, Center Grove took him down. Another sack for this Center Grove defense. Sets up a second and 18 for Carroll. Chargers have one timeout now remaining. Sullivan from the left hash. Single receiver to the left. Two receivers wide to the right. Another receiver at a wing to the right. Drop back Sullivan looking to throw. Now rolls to the right to escape pressure. Keeps rolling right. Now he's going to sprint for the sideline trying to get the first down. And he comes up short. Of course, that's only the first stick. He's got another 10 after that one. He goes out of bounds at the 45. And now it's third down with 15 seconds left. It is third down and 12. Carroll at their own 45-yard line. And I'm really surprised they're not finding Hill somewhere over the middle of the field because it looks like the safeties are playing wide. Yeah. Roll to the left, Sullivan. He'll look. He'll look. Here comes pressure. Sullivan's still scrambling. Now he takes off running, heads for the far sideline, and again, instead of going upfield trying to stretch it for the first down, he sprints to the sideline and ends up out of bounds seven yards short of the yard to gain at the 50. Yeah, you can't. Now it's fourth down and seven with seven seconds left, and you almost feel like, do you go for it here? Yeah. I mean, you go for it, you might get a first down, but you have no time to do anything else with it. Do you have a play where you can just burn the last seven seconds of the half? I don't know if you really want to punt it, take a chance on a punt snap. And finally, after a long thought, they'll use their last time out. Yeah, but the only play they've got is trying to throw a Hail Mary because seven seconds, you you know, unless you're going to try to throw something on the boundary at about 10 to 12 yards... You know, it's going to take up a good five of that, that seven. Well, if you can get a first down, which would be inside the 38, or I mean, sorry, inside the 43, 
you would be close enough for a Hail Mary. You right. could get it to the end zone. And if you look at the Chargers receivers, you do have Hershberger, 6'3". Hill, a guy that plays bigger than his six-feet frame. Hafner, Rudolph, Gabe Starks. you got some guys maybe that could go down and make a play. Question is, can the offensive line do the job up front to give him time to throw a Hail Mary 40 yards down the field? Well, yeah, right. And honestly, I think if they could, like you said there, get Hershberger in a position where they could go after number four, who's up at the top here, they've stayed with pretty much this two-by-two -two formation. Center Grove shows only a three-man rush. See if they bring a couple linebackers. They fake the blitz. And they back off. Drop back Sullivan. Looking, looking. Now he takes off running. Far sideline. He will have the first down, and the clock gets to zero as he gets spun out of bounds at the 37. And that will be the end of our first half. A lot to discuss here at halftime for the Carroll Chargers, who find themselves down to the Center Grove Trojans, who are trying to win the state championship for the third consecutive year. Center Grove 21, Carroll 3 here at the half. Doing the kicking for the Chargers, Sebastian Lopez. He'll line it up and the kick. And it's a low line drive, far side. It's going to take a bounce at the 10, taking on the hop at the 5, down the far no. sideline. Oh, and he got the edge. 30, 35, and finally chased out of bounds at the 40-yard line. That outside man cannot lose containment. And it almost resulted in a touchdown return for Center Grove. They start at their own 40, first and 10. I believe the gentleman that's supposed to be out there was on the bench by Center Grove block. So, again, the physicality Center Grove has shown thus far tonight has been pretty extraordinary. Tyler Cherry, the junior quarterback, there you will go. give it to Micah Coy. And Coy cuts it up inside the tackle guard gap and takes it out across the 45 to the 46 and just like that instead of an eight yard gain and it's thomason by the way on the carry it's just a six yard pickup yeah. here's the adjustment at halftime it's yeah. been eight yards on first down carries consistently for center grove that time six yards second down and four well eric moore's got a lot of yardage out of that wing t stuff that's for sure shotgun snap and right up the middle, Coy hit at the line of scrimmage. Not much of a hole, but Coy falls forward close to the 49-yard line. He's just a yard shy of the first down. It is third down and one. Can the Chargers get a three and out against Center Grove at this second half? And this is where Carroll's been so good this year. Yeah. No question. Stopping and teams on third down conversions. But they had them third and eight and third and nine, and third and two is pretty hard. And third and one, even harder. From the 49-yard line, the give the second man. Thomason will have a first down. Diving inside the Carroll 45. He'll go down at the 44 after picking up seven yards. And the first down for Center Grove. Well, we have not seen Braden Steely come back since that uh, injury that he had there in the kickoff return. First half. That is a huge blow for this defense. Well, and really almost a single high safety. Carroll 
has almost brought in an extra linebacker. And there's a, a gap, boy, a big hole for Coyle, and he got tripped up. I think his eyes got big because I think he saw yeah. all that pasture in front of him, and somebody for Carroll dove from behind and kind of just tripped him up as he went through the gap. It's only a four-yard gain to the 40, but it could have been a lot worse. Yeah, that's the other thing that I've noticed is they have really caved the defense at times for Carroll where they're just getting to the edge and there is nobody there. You look at this alignment for Carroll. They start with two safeties, but then they bring the safety in the box. This time it's a run for Coy. Big big hole for Coyle, taking it down the numbers inside the 30 all the way to the 25. And that's another first down. And another big carry for Center Grove, who has just dominated this game on the ground. And a huge hole that time. Coy caught it up off left tackle. But when you talk about the holes that are being created by that big offensive line, right in the middle you've got uh, Peyton Hutchins. He's 6'1", 270, big center. Handoff, Thomason this time. Hit at the line of scrimmage, but again, Center Grove running backs fall forward after contact. Thomason able to pick up three yards, almost four yards. They mark him down at the 21-yard line. He got hit right at the hole at the line of scrimmage, Shannon, and somehow turned it into almost a four-yard game. Yeah, well, you know, this Center Grove offensive line, you talk about coming off the football. They come off the ball. I mean, Shotgun snap. Hand off to Coyle, bringing it wide to the left, inside the 20, hit and taken out of bounds at about the 18-yard line. And again, so tough for Carroll. That time, Oduma got to the sideline, but not before a 7-yard run. Again, almost 8. And, you know, you just said two. You know, there's two names that we're not talking about very much, Oduma and Anderson. And those two kids have been pretty dominant all year long. They're not tonight. At the 18, they need three for the first down. It's a big third down. And the give. Thomason looks for a hole right side. He has it and dives, dragging a tackler down to the 12-yard line first down on a six-yard pickup. From a coaching perspective, watching this Center Grove offense, I'm... I'm just totally impressed by how their kids come off the football up front. Their offensive linemen, very in sync when they push the pile because they're getting a lot of movement. T.J. Williams, a sophomore tight end, got the pancake block. Sweep to the left. Coyle's got the edge. Coyle's spinning down near the pylon, taken out at the one-yard line, and there's a flag. And I think they got Valdez for another late hit. The ball at the two is where they say it went out of bounds, but there is a flag right at the two-yard line on the near sideline where he went out of bounds. Yeah, and they're pointing Carroll's way. It's going to be a half-the-distance penalty. March to the one on a personal foul. Again, a late hit called against Carroll. Yeah, I didn't see the... They haven't showed the replay yet. Here it is right here. Man, Oduma's getting held. <laughs> yeah. 
Jeez. And that run actually should uh, mention that was Eli Holt who actually carried it. Quarterback sneak looking for the end zone. Tyler Cherry and touchdown Center Grove from the one. The quarterback sneak. Tyler Cherry takes it in. And on the first drive of the second half, centers their lead to 27 to 3. Carroll not challenging even at the no. line of scrimmage. That time, you had linebackers just standing straight up, almost backing into the end zone. And it was pretty easy for Cherry to take it the one yard on the quarterback sneak. And now you've got a Carroll player that is down on one knee. May have been at the bottom of that pile. And so you've got a timeout on the field to check on the injured charger. And we're hoping they get a camera angle that gives us a number, because right now, I haven't seen one. Yeah. Well, 10 plays, 60 yards in 3 minutes and 39 seconds to go up by 24 points and a chance to make it a 25-point lead. And the Charger defender is up, and that is Caden Swedzinski senior defensive lineman and I just think he was at the bottom of that pile kind of got run over yeah it's like I don't know I don't know the plate but he had two headlights and came right through me (laughs) here's the extra point attempt by Nolan Foley snap is good the set down and Foley's kick splits the uprights a 28-3 Center Grove lead over the Carroll Chargers here in the Class 60 championship game. Eight minutes, 15 seconds left, third quarter on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. With eight minutes and 15 seconds remaining in the third quarter, Center Grove has extended what was a 21-3 halftime lead to 28-3. And they, you know, defensively, if you can't get stops, it's hard to come yeah, back with yeah. an offense that has struggled most of the night. Yeah, and now Center Grove has scored on both of their first half possessions. Their first possession in the first quarter and their first possession in the third quarter. And uh, But they, I, I, they're just impressive as a football team and dominating up front. What's amazing, Shannon, is, you know, Carroll came in. And they've kind of made their mark defensively, averaging less than 10 points allowed per game. Where the Center Grove team, six times this year, they've allowed 27 points or more. So Uh they have shown some weaknesses defensively. But Carroll offensively, not putting any pressure at all on the Center Grove offense. Field position game has favored Center Grove. The running game has favored Center Grove. And, uh, you know, if you're not putting points up on your side, there's really no pressure on the other team's offense. They just kind of go about doing what they do. And so far, they've done it better than Carroll. Yeah, I mean, it's a, the, the stats are tilted. 308 to 120 in total offense. Time of possession, 17 minutes to 10.50. So, I mean, right at this point, it's a, a pure dominance by Center Grove. And we're used to seeing that by Carroll. And unfortunately, right now, we're just seeing Center Grove put on a clinic. You also feel like, Shannon, you can just see the the emotion mm-hmm. just being ripped out from Carroll. Yeah, yeah. Kind of slumped, shoulders kind of sagging. I mean, it just you just feel like they're a beaten team right now. And, they, you know, if they can get a big play 
And this is kind of like where Snyder came back against Mishawaka. They got the return game yeah. and got the big play. Here's the kick. It's a short kick left side. It'll be caught at the 15 near the far sideline across the 20. A hesitation. That on the sideline across the 30. Knocked out of bounds at the 34-yard line. Nifty little return that time for Nate Starks. Yeah. And, of course, remember, Carroll playing this second half without Braden Steely. He uh, went down with some type of a leg injury late in the first half. He has not returned. So Jimmy Sullivan brings the offense out for the first time here in the second half, starting at his own 34-yard line on the left hash. Two receivers split each side. Single back starts. Sullivan from the pocket. Throws. Little turnaround route at the 41. It's caught. And looking for a first down, it is Cam Hirschberger, but he'll be a yard short at the 43-yard line. Second down and one. Again, two receivers splitting each side. Ball on the left hash. Starks the lone back. And again, the drop back for Sullivan. Looking, throwing over the middle, into traffic, and it is picked off on a diving catch. No. Incomplete. Yeah, the safe. Almost picked off that time by center groves, Gage Reese. And really a throw that Sullivan threw into too much traffic. Yeah. Because uh, Hill was very well covered that time. And the safety just read his eyes because he just fixated on Hill. Big third and one here. Need a first down. From the 43, third down and one. Sullivan a drop, a look, a look. Now he's going to take off to the left sideline. Look for the first down marker and goes out of bounds. And let's see where he spotted. I think they're going to spot it oh, just wow. short. A bad spot. Looked like he was easily across the 44, if not the 45, and they give him the 43 and a half, and it's a half yard short. My goodness, that was that looked like a really bad spot. Sullivan lines up over center, goes for the quarterback sneak, didn't get it the first try, but he got pushed from behind and gets it on the second attempt. Oh, my. Yeah. First down, Carroll, just across the 45. Yeah, that was kind of the definitive reasons that they're having trouble right now. Nate Starks with the bush push to get the first down on the sneak and now a quick drop and a little pitch route caught by Hill but not for much yardage. Hill gets wrapped up almost immediately and taken down at the 43 that's only a three yard gain. You know those little sit down routes three yards downfield five yards downfield it's going to take a lot of those to come yeah. back from a 25-point deficit with 6.48 on the clock in the third quarter. And they've pretty much given up the run game. Trip receivers right. Sullivan drops back. Now the pressure comes, so he runs up the middle of the field to the 50. He did manage to gain a yard or two, but it's going to bring up a third down for Carroll from the 50-yard line, a third and five. I'd like to maybe see him try a screen here with this rush and try to get him to slow it down a little bit. Right now, they're just bull rushing. Got a tight end in on this set. He can't reset. That nope, had to be offside. Yeah, he jumped the neutral zone. <laughs> then jumped back. Oh, my. Two receivers split each side. Shotgun snap for Sullivan. Carroll's quarterback drops, throws, has a man at the center grow 42. It is caught for a first down. 
Making the catch, Cam Hirschberger. Kind of old, reliable. Hirschberger just sat in an open space and waited for Sullivan to deliver it. Well, Center Grove is pinning the ears coming back, coming after him. They're bringing blitzes and zone pressures and very sophisticated defensively. Eight-yard gain on the play. First and ten for Carroll at the Center Grove 42. Chargers down 28-3. to Sullivan the drop. He's going to throw deep. Looking for Hill on the out route incomplete inside the 20-yard line. Might have had a chance to complete it. Looked like Hill on the break to the sideline beat his man. But the throw wide of Jaden Hill and the incomplete pass will make it second down and ten. Well, they twisted their front up in the... Defensive lineman got free and kind of disrupted the timing there for Jimmy. From the Trojans, 42-yard line, Carroll, second and 10. Left hash, drop back Sullivan, quick throw. Finds his man, and it's caught at the 35, falling forward to the 34, two yards short of what he needs for a first. The completion made to Cooper Rudolph, who makes his first catch. The senior with 23 receptions now on the year. The son of defensive coordinator Joe Rudolph. They get to share this moment at Lucas Oil Stadium together. Third down and two from the 34. Hill takes it from under center, pitches it to Stark. Stark's looking to get the sideline and beat his Trojan to the edge. And it gets taken down at the 35, a loss of a yard on the play. Well, we saw that play last week on the goal line. They switch it up and try to run a toss sweep, and man, oh man, Center Grove just made a great play. Jaden Hill came in and got under center, kind of a Travis Kelsey look. We saw the Chiefs do that, but they ran the quarterback sneak, and I think that's what they thought maybe Center Grove would expect, and they could pitch it wide. Now it's a fourth down, and Carroll's going to go for it. From the Center Grove 35-yard line, ball on the right, hash three receivers to the left. And Sullivan facing pressure, has to escape, scrambles, ball comes free, and it's going to be who recovering it. It is Center Grove that jumps on it at the 32-yard line, and on a fourth down, a Sullivan fumble gives the ball up, and even if he didn't fumble, he was going down about three or four yards short of the first down anyway. Yeah, there, at that time, he didn't have any chance. Uh, the, the the pocket just really collapsed around him, and all he could try to do was what he did there on a fourth down, but uh, just tough, 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 tough. And again, both sides of the football center grove has dominated at the line of scrimmage. They've won that battle in the trenches. And here's the handoff. And again, a big hole off left tackle for Coyle. He'll go out across the 40 and get knocked out at the 43-yard line. Just like that, an 11-yard gain and a first down for Center Grove. And again, you've got to give credit to this offensive line. Yeah, but you're also getting good seal blocks from the tight ends. Oh, yeah. They're block. They're their whole entire offense blocking, even the even the wide receivers on the perimeter, because this kid's getting to the safety before you even blink. You've got John Lyon, Cade Grant. Here's the handoff up the middle. That go. time, Coyle is met and taken down. No gain. And that is Pesetsky, who's right there in the middle of that pile, taking down Coyle. 
at the 44-yard line. They'll give him one yard on that, but a good defensive play as Carroll's been giving up the six- to eight-yard chunks on first down. Now it's second down and nine. Center Grove with a 28-3 lead, scoring the last 28 points of the football game. Shotgun snap from the left hash on second and nine. Play action. Dropping Cherry near sideline. Good catch made by Coy. And he catches it at the 46th of Carroll. And that's a down. Boy, what a job identifying exactly what he needed for the first down. Kind of drove his defender back and then turned, came back to his quarterback, made the catch, and a first down for center Grove. Yeah, Carroll was in man-to-man, and he did a great job of, like you said, driving the man deep, sticking his foot in the ground, and when he did, coming back to the ball, the ball was there. First and ten for the Trojans. Handoff up the middle. This is Thomason, and Thomason gets hit at the 45 and falls forward to the 43, a three-yard gain. For Thomason, and I'll tell you what, I came in expecting that Micah Coyle was going to be the star, <laughs> but I'm not so sure this Thomason, you know, his story of being a defensive back a year ago, switching over to offense, and the contributions that he makes as a secondary ball carrier, yeah. pretty impressive tonight. Well, they're, they're both impressive, so you got two guys out there that are legitimate. Left hash. It is second down and six. And this is Thomason again. Off right tackle, a big hole. And he stumbles forward to the 35. And that's going to be a seven-yard gain and a first down for Center Grove. And you mentioned that first half that Center Grove averaged eight yards a carry. Too shy of that here in the second half. And just blowing huge holes at the line of scrimmage against this Carroll Chargers yeah. defensive front. Well, they're just a well-coached football team, and they're very tactical in what they do and taught well. First and 10 from the 35. Handoff, Coyle bouncing it wide, near side. Tried to stop on the sideline and take it down the sideline hash marks and got his legs taken out from under him. Of course, Valdez has to be careful. Every time he gets near the sideline, <laughs> they want to throw a flag on That's him. That's right. That time, Coyle stayed in bounds, didn't make the 28th for a seven-yard gain where it's going to be second down and three. Player comes in late for center Grove, gets the play call and gets the football right up the middle. And this is Coyle. Coyle kind of cuts it back against the grain, working it down close to the 20. Another first down. And again, the seven and eight yards per chunk, and it's just too much right now. Carroll's defense just getting worn down yeah, and blown off the line of scrimmage. I mean, you, you when you see the replay, you see all of the yeah. blocks being set and Carroll's players backpedaling off yeah. those blocks. They're they on, just cannot on compete skates. physically. They're on skates. The only thing that's helping this right now is Coach Moore is set to run the football. Handoff this time, bringing it to the left side. It bounces off a tackle. Still on his feet down the sideline. Inside the 10. Knocked out finally at the 6-yard line. And again, I think that was Valdez that came over and knocked him out of bounds. But another big gain is set up center Grove with first and goal from the 6. Already leading at 28-3 to with 23 seconds left in our third quarter. Yeah. Well, we had a 37-7 to game right before this one. As... 
East Central got the dominating win over New Prairie. And this one's been kind of the same type of game. Except Carroll did get the field goal to open the scoring. Drop back and a throw on a slant there you route. Go. Nice play. And that time, good man-to-man coverage to knock it away on the slant and not get called for interference on the man-to-man coverage for the Carroll Chargers was Michael Dierkman. Dierkman, one of the heroes of last week's game. Yeah, he had a couple big plays last week. One was the block punt. That was a nice play there because that was through the, the one-on-one threat, Coy. From the left hash, second and goal. Ball at the six, under center. Cherry gives it on the sweep, coming to the left, and he'll turn it up and get into the end zone. Touchdown. Eli Holt on a jet sweep. And they set up the blocking perfectly, and Holt takes it six yards, and Center Grove extends their lead to 34-3 with 16 ticks still left in the third quarter. Holt's fourth touchdown this season. Just not much you can do. Carroll's defense just getting beat physically. And, it, you know, and, it, and the problem is you've got nothing you can do scheme-wise because yeah. even if you send an extra man, they seem to have an extra blocker. Here's the extra point. The set and the kick by Foley, and he is now 5-for-5 five five in extra points. 35-3. to three. Center Grove the lead over the Carroll Chargers in the Class 6A state championship game. 16 seconds left, third quarter. We'll come back on your high school football game of the week on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Center Grove, after giving up a field goal on the first drive of the football, and they lead it 35-3 to over the Carroll Chargers. We've still got 16 seconds left in our third quarter. And already, Shannon, kind of looking forward to tomorrow at 11 o'clock. <laughs> we've got the 1A state championship. The Adam Central Flying Jets take on Indy Lutheran. A rematch from last year's dramatic 34-28 Lutheran win over the Flying Jets. We'll have the coverage for you right here on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. And if you missed any of tonight's broadcast, we're going to have it posted for you on our Fort Wayne High School sports page just shortly after the game ends tonight. Here is the kick for Center Grove. A low line drive kick bounces and rolls into the end zone. So Carroll starts on the 20. Down 35-3. to During the break, what's so impressive about Center Grove and Coach Moore is they run this offense in their in their youth program. So these kids are running the same offense as the high school all all through their playing career, and that's why they are just so darn good with what they do. From the left hash, two receivers split to each side. A single back is Starks. Sullivan in the gun, drops, throws over the middle, and incomplete again they're starting to read that now defensively Yeah, you had a couple of center grove guys that were jumping in front of Rudolph the intended receiver I think the only chance you might have here is maybe the double move outside by Hershberger because he's been the guy on those little hitch routes you can fake it and go 
Here's Starks on a run, bringing it to the right. The pursuit catches up to him, and Starks goes down for no gain, maybe even a yard loss. They'll say he got back to the line of scrimmage. It's going to bring up third down and ten. Nothing there for Carroll. Yeah, it seemed to me me in that situation, you're better trying to go downhill north and south against them, running your power game inside. You cannot run around this defense. Three quarters have been completed here at Lucas Oil Stadium, and it's been Center Grove. After the opening drive, the Trojans now lead it 35-3 over the Carroll Chargers. Looks like a three-peat is in the works here in the Class 6A state championship game. Fourth quarter comes your way on the other side on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Complete domination in the running game for Center Grove tonight. Carroll just has not found a way to stop the rushing attack of Center Grove. Total yardage pretty much tells the story we see on the scoreboard. A 35-3 Center Grove lead. Yeah, it's it's pretty dominant right now. I'm trying to refresh it here, but there was over two yards rushing at, at, the, at this point right now because that 308 was at the end of that first drive. 308 total yards, but uh, I mean they're probably getting close to 250 to 300 on the ground in the game. Well, really only one significant pass play to add to their yardage total. Yeah, if I'm reading it at the top, it's up way up there. It's 376, and I had to refresh the iPad. Total yards, yeah. 376. Yeah, and probably about 300 of it has uh, come on the ground. Here's Sullivan dropping back, being chased. Sprints to the near sideline at the 20, 21, 22, and knocked out of bounds at the 23. He just ran a long way from the right hash to the left sideline and gained three yards. So it is fourth down and seven. And again, Carroll just cannot find anything. And, and, you know, it amazes me because this youthful quarterback has not looked youthful all year long. But tonight just seems very unsure of himself against the center grove defense. Well... A lot of it is there's just nothing there in their passing game. And Center Grove is just on them all all night long. And Here comes punt for Carroll. Kick is away. High kick, short kick, and a fair catch taken on the Carroll side of the 50 at the Chargers 49. Maybe the 48. We'll give them the 48-yard line. So, again... You know, you're only getting 25, 26 yards on the kicks. That's a 25-yard punt and no return, but only a 25-yard exchange. And now you've got great field position for Center Grove, already leading at 35-3. to Yeah, you were close on the rushing yards. It's 246, actually, for Center Grove right now. Yeah, I figured they'd gotten at least 250. But, you know, both running backs... And Jalen Thomason and their top running back, Micah Coyle, have been spectacular. And I think, you know, Shannon, we we talk about the system that they run and and how they perfect it. They've got such discipline in the way they run it with that wing tee and everything that they do offensively. But it doesn't happen without the big guys up front. (laughs) They've just blown Carroll off the line of scrimmage time and time again. 
and not this one is penalty. one of the best care this is one of the best defenses in the state and, yeah. and center grove has just dominated them at the line of scrimmage yeah and the other thing is they haven't been called one time for a penalty holding at all i mean um you know both uh running backs right now have got 229 combined yards averaging about 7.1 and Coyle is a 4.9 a carry. I mean, it's, you know, it's just an amazing... Yeah, Thomason has actually been the leading rusher yeah. with his 121 yards. Coyle with 108. So, both the, when Thomason goes over 1,000 yards for the season, Coyle goes over 2,000 yeah. yards. And, you know, Tyler Cherry, maybe they should let him run a couple of times. <laughs> He's well, got... I think he's got one yard rushing in the game. He came in with 931, so he's now 932. But he's a 2,000-yard passer. Came in with 2,124 yards passing and has thrown for 130 in this game. And what he has thrown has been right on the money every time. Well, if you want to look at the possible four-peat, Jerry is a junior. Oh, yeah. They do lose both Micah Coyle and Jalen Thomason. So they'll have to find new guys to run it. But Noah Coy will still be out there catching it. Handoff. Coyle gets wide to the right. Breaks a tackle. Loses the football. Stripped away. And I think the Chargers have recovered it. There's a flag down near the line of scrimmage. But the Chargers recover it on a forced fumble by Maxton Wired. And the Chargers take over. There's a turnover. It's 35-3. to Got a long way to go, but Shannon comebacks have to start somewhere. Well, that's what they needed. They Plus, they got their first penalty after I jinxed them, of course, <laughs> with the holding call. But, again, they get the turnover. You know, now they've got to try to, you know, get something going here. I, You know, I, I wouldn't abandon the run totally, but then again, you're down... As much as you are, you're really trying to get the quick strikes. Looks like uh, Jesse Robles might have been in there, too, with an arm in to pull the ball away. Ball of the left hash, first and 10 at the 40. Sullivan still in the game. Drops back. He'll run to the right. Split a couple of oncoming rushers, and Sullivan keeps it. He's got the edge. 45-50. Now cuts back to the central or to the uh, center grove. 45-yard line. Nice run. 15 yards. And, you know, that that's what we haven't seen. Right. You know, that just take off and go. And Sullivan that time, no indecision. Ran hard up the middle and takes it for a 15-yard gain. First and 10 Chargers at the center grove. 45-yard line. Quick drop, throw near sideline, and it is caught by Hershberger. He goes down, makes the catch. Again, it's nine yards. That we've seen a few times, eight and nine-yard catches from Hershberger, who's not getting that extra yard past the stick. That was one of those drive your man and then turn and come back to the football, and he came back nine yards, one yard short of the first, second down and one. From the 36, there's the screen, and a blocked knockdown pass, batted down at the line by center groves, Caden McConnell. McConnell is a 6'190 pound junior. Outside linebacker just came up, got his hands up, 
And that ball didn't have a lot of loft on it on the screen, and he batted it down. Yeah, that, and he's glad he did because they did have something outside there. And now a third down and one from the 36. Ball on the left hash. Sullivan in the gun. Starks the back behind him. Trip receivers to the right. He's going to look left. Now starts to run. Has a seam up the middle. He's inside the 35. Works his way to the 34, maybe even the 33. Inside the 34-yard line for first down yardage for Jimmy Sullivan. Kind of looked like he changed the play there and was going to try to throw the fade in the boundary. But with that tuck cover, too, it was kind of for the receiver to get off the ball. Sullivan hobbling a little bit as he gets up and returns to his position five yards deep in a shotgun. But it is first and ten for Carroll. Sullivan looks. Here comes the pressure. Sullivan wrapped up and taken down for a sack. And once again, it's Nate Johnson. Yeah, that kid's a player. (laughs) He is a player. Just blows up. And, you know, Carroll offensively has been double teaming him, and he just splits the double team that time and comes in. And, you know, Sullivan was hobbled a bit on that previous play. He had no escapability when Johnson came in after it. So it's a loss back at the 41. Loss of eight on that sack. Second down, 18. Sullivan in the pocket, dropping, looking, going to air it out deep. Got a man, and he underthrew him. Man. At the 10, the post route and he had Hanson Hafner but he underthrew it by a good five yards incomplete that's something you don't see him do normally no and it brings up now a third down 18 and again that's one of those where all you got to do is lay it out there and let Hanson run to it because Hanson was three or four yards past the nearest defender yeah get, get it up in the air and let him run to it Threw it a little more on the line, and it ended up nosediving into the turf four or five yards short of Hafner. So a third and 18. Drop back, Sullivan. Here comes the blitz off the edge, and Sullivan sacked again back at the Carroll 48-yard line. A loss of 10. Jeez. And they just came off the edge, lightning fast, and no one there to pick him up. And Sullivan taken down from the blind side for a big loss. And Carroll's going to have to punt the football all away. Yeah, he's, you know, had to be their main source. of. So he's taken some shots there. And then he's also some shots just in the pocket where the pocket's collapsed around him. So he's going to fill it tomorrow, that's for sure. Owen Bright, the blitzing linebacker, also plays possibly in short yardage situations in the Trojans' backfield. And here's the punt. And again, not a very deep kick. Caught at about the 24-yard line. A fair catch taken. But that, again, only a 28-yard punt. So it'll be first down. Center Grove leading at 35-3 over Carroll with 8.29 remaining. And with a change of possession, we will also have a timeout on the field. So we will go ahead and take a break. It is 35-3, Center Grove with the lead over the Carroll Chargers with 8.29 left. This is the Class 6A state championship game from Lucas Oil Stadium on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. 
In Indianapolis, Brett Rump with Shanna Griffith, Austin Fox, our studio producer for this Class 6A state championship game with Center Grove leading at 35-3. to And, uh, well, after a few days in Cancun, made the trip here into Indianapolis earlier today for this game. And uh, Shannon and I will see because tomorrow morning at 11 o'clock, we've got Adams Central versus Indianapolis Lutheran. A rematch of last year's 1A state championship game. Lutheran won that one 34-28 coming from two touchdowns back. Handoff on a sweep to the right. Coyle looking to get the sideline. Gets run out of bounds out near the 31. And that's going to be a gain of about seven yards. And that's been pretty much the story <laughs> of this one. First down carries, six, seven, eight yards a pop. You, you look up and it's that exactly what it is. You know, you think, oh, I didn't get that much that time. And yeah. then you turn, look at it, it's about seven, eight yards. Yeah, Carroll stretched it out, but uh, still ends up getting seven or eight yards. This time it's Thomason. Thomason spins his way across the 35 to the 36. And that's going to be a cool five yards for Thomason. And both of the running backs have gone well over 100 yards in the game. And total yardage dominated by uh, by Center Grove. 391 to 165. And that might not be updated. Well, yeah, I just updated in there that one. Look at that. Their two running backs are almost identical in yardage. Yeah, Thomason with 126 yards on 18 carries. Coyle 123 yards on 24. And Thomason will try to add to his total, taking it off his left tackle. Pads down out to the 39. That's a three-yard gain. And I guess on first down to hold them to three, that's a win for the Carroll defense, the way things have been tonight. 35-3, to 7.28, clock running, fourth quarter. Yeah, you're going to see Center Grove right now just probably stay in their wing tee and pretty much run it, spread it every now and then like they here are here now, and pound it. Second down, seven. Ball centered between the hash marks, shotgun snap, give to the running back, right up the middle, breaks the tackle across the 45, and spinning to the 48. Well, that's a nine-yard gain. That kind of makes up for the gain on first down, because that's a first down run for Coyle. And I think with, uh, you know, Thomason only making three yards, and Coyle getting nine, I think that might... uh, might just about even it up yeah. for yards in the game. Coyle's got 131, Thomason 130. So Coyle now the leading rusher in the football game. And he just came out and Thomason came back in. So high probability he's going to carry the football here. First and 10 from the 48-yard line. And it is Thomason taking it wide to the left, cuts it up at the hash marks. There's a flag. Holy cow, that came from the back and judge. Brian, yeah, the back judge just threw the flag about 25 yards. He may have threw his arm out. And the run out to the Carroll 45, which is a seven-yard gain. But let's see, it's a hold that's called on Center Grove. I'm not sure if that's the first penalty against Center Grove yeah. tonight. The other one they threw was the fumble, and it was they, de- you know, of course declined it because Carroll got that fumble that five. But this is their first penalty of the ball game. It is. 
Carroll, four penalties, 26 yards. That's the first accepted penalty against Center Grove tonight. You know, some of that is the officials just not throwing a lot of flags tonight, but the other part of it is that's a disciplined football team that's well coached. Yeah, I, I mean, there's probably some other times in there that they, you know, got by, was got away with it. And uh, a lot of it's just because Carroll just couldn't escape them. So, you know, there was not separation to throw the flag. Now, there's 12 on the field there, boys, I think. So, so they move it back to the 36, and now a timeout is taken by Center Grove before they get a flag. So we've got a timeout with 6.04 left. 35-3, Center Grove leading it over the Carroll Chargers. We will take a timeout, and we'll come back. You're listening to the Class 6 State Championship Game, 1380 The Fan, and 100.9 FM. Our lawyer, loyal listener, Ryan Eaton, weighs in on Twitter asking, what can the IHSAA do? with Center Grove just going to keep winning titles? Well... Somebody's got to step up and beat them. And you know what? It's it's the same question we've asked in Fort Wayne for a long time. What can the Fort Wayne 6A programs do to get past the regional round? This year, the Carroll Chargers were able to accomplish that. But this Center Grove team has become a bit of a dynasty. And over the course of time, we've had dynasties, Shannon. We've had Penn football teams, Carmel football teams who have gone on run uh, runs. And right now, it is Center Grove. Well, Center Grove can't get penalized for success like they do in the lower divisions because there's no 7A. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. They're, they, they're, at the, they're at the ceiling. Give them a class all by themselves. Exactly. But uh, you're right. I mean... Uh, You've got to find ways to get get the job done against guys like this, and right now they're just the cream of the crop. 6:04 left, 35 to three. Here's the jet sweep coming to the right, cutting it up at the numbers out to the 45, and that uh, that's Valdez again. That is Grant Baldwin with the carry, but Valdez with a big hit to knock down Baldwin at the 45, and we're starting to see some of the backups circulating and, th- and this is a lot of times where a coach will find some seniors that maybe haven't had their chance and get mm-hmm. them into the game just to get a snap or two and say they played in the 6a championship yeah and you know just from the carol's perspective and it, it, you know valdez i think's had a tremendous game the unfortunate part is when he's making all the tackles that tells you how far down the field they are and again single high safety center grove continues to run and that time a good defensive play, busting in and making the tackle is Cameron Lentz, 6'3", 205-pound linebacker. He's made a couple of big plays, and even yeah. though a lot of times Carroll's been getting pushed around, the couple times they've made a play, we've called Lentz name. Yeah, yeah, and, and again, the Center Grove team is just so good. I don't think too many teams defensively would stop them. It is third down and about 13 to go from their own 45. Play action, look at a throw, sideline. It is caught, immediately hit at the 48. Taken down, Robles in on the tackle along with Solomon Oduma. But that's uh, only a, a short pickup. Completed to Owen Wright of Center Grove at the Carroll 48. It's going to be fourth down and about six to go. And I think we're going to see a center grove punt. 
Well, I tell you, Cherry, did he get the ball out of his hands quick on that throw? Just snaps it. Yeah, he does. This is uh, this is just classy by Coach Moore here. Could have gone for it. Decides to punt it. From the Carroll 48, punt formation for Center Grove. And there's the kick. Almost blocked, but the kick away. And it's going to bounce at the 18. It takes a Center Grove roll inside the 10. It's downed near the 9. Well, I was, I was going to say to you, Shannon... We'll give him credit for getting in punt formation, but the class part, you got to wait till he kicks it. Yeah. You know, you know make sure. Yeah, but, that's uh, true. But he does kick it away, and now Carroll from their own 10, down 35-3 to with exactly four minutes left. And you wonder if Coach Doug Dynan is going to start looking down his sideline and finding if he's got any seniors that maybe haven't gotten on the field. Right now, still the first team for the Carroll Chargers. Jimmy Sullivan, the sophomore quarterback. He'll have Hanson Hafner, his wideout returning. Hill, Rudolph, and Hirschberger all graduating. Nate Starks, the running back, just a sophomore. And Braden Steely, just a junior. Let's hope he's okay. They'll run the hook and ladder, and there's the pitch. The Starks running the far sideline. Lost the football out of bounds near the 32. Actually set that up pretty well. Yeah, they did. Well, you know, the thing about Carroll is, is you know, they've had a fantastic year under the most hard circumstances, losing a teammate. And you feel for them. Drop back, Sullivan, pump fake, and a big opening up the middle of the field. Takes off. Cross midfield, Sullivan all the way to the center grove. 46 where he slides and he may be hurt. Yeah, that's And let's hope that's not one of those turf injuries where you go to slide and the the cleat sticks in this turf. We've seen the debate, Shan, about whether turf is a safe surface. NFL players are starting to step up and ask the turf surfaces be removed. Uh, you know, it does, quite honestly, allow us to play a lot of football on better conditions than they would have been played on around the state of Indiana. But that time, as Sullivan went to slide, it looked like maybe a cleat caught. And I don't know if it rolled in the ankle or if it buckled a knee, but he is down and being looked at by the training staff and head coach Doug Dynan. Well, the the thing of it was is he kind of got awkwardly into whether to slide or not, and that hesitation there ultimately probably, like you said, he probably caught a cleat uh, because these, you know, this rubber surface that's under these the the turf is very it, it has a lot of grip to it, and that's the thing that you know has caused some of the problems. Uh, with some injuries, yeah, it looks like he, he's hobbling off. Out. Yeah, he's hobbling off, and it not putting any weight on that leg. And so we're going to get a chance to see next in line at quarterback for the Carroll Chargers. Ethan Springer listed on the depth chart. It is Springer. He drops. He throws over the middle, and it's a completed pass at the 30. Taking it down to the 26-yard line. That is Jaden Hill with a nice catch. 
That a boy, Ethan. That's a way for Springer to come into the game and complete his first pass. Springer is a 5'10", 155-pound junior. He's the backup to the sophomore, Sullivan. Springer looks, dumps it in the flat, and a drop ball. Looked like uh, he had it on the mark to Cooper Rudolph, but Rudolph on a sit route about five yards downfield just had to go off ends incomplete. Yeah, Ethan coming off the bench, couple throws there, both. Uh, that last one was catchable, but shows you he was ready no matter what. Yeah, hasn't warmed up. I mean, he just came in because of injury. Springer will drop, look left, throw left. Dean Hirschberger at the pylon, and it's caught for a touchdown. How about that from 30 yards? Ethan Springer aired it out and hit Hirschberger perfectly in stride. Touchdown, Carroll Chargers, their first of the night. Out of boy, come in. Uh... Throwing dimes. <laughs> right on the money. And it was in between two defenders. He had the safety coming over, the corner on a tag on the hip, and he split it right between them, and Hershberger, a nice catch. And I've, Shannon, I got to say, it's been a while, but I did say maybe get Hershberger. Yeah. And I said on the double move, that time he just went deep. They'll go for two. That's pass to the... Outbreaking receiver Gabe Starks is incomplete, and that will be no good. The two-point try, so it's 35 to nine with 3:02 left. But how about that job by Ethan Springer, a junior who has to play behind a sophomore? He gets a chance here in the state championship game because of the injury to Jimmy Sullivan and all of the teammates coming over and on the joke as they call him, Jimmy Sullivan. And now hugs for Ethan Springer, but concern for Jimmy Sullivan. And you can see that uh, a lot of the Carroll players feeling for Jimmy Sullivan and the way he went down with that leg injury. Well, you got Braden Steely over there that kind of had the same thing in the first half. They lost him, and now Sullivan. Well, and I guess in some ways, if you're going to have injuries and they're a part of this game, that you get them now, you're not going to have a game to miss next week. This is it. And Carroll's going to go ahead and line up for the onside kick. With 3.02 left, 26-point game. So we've still got a four-score contest. Carroll to try the onside kick. Here it is. It bounces, and it's a free ball. It's bouncing around. A big scrum near the sideline. Carroll was on the bottom oh, of the wow. pile, but the ball squirted free and went to center grove. They had it. They did have it. And somehow, after that whole pile jumped on it, and it looked like Carroll was first in the pile, the ball ended up bouncing around and ended up recovered by center grove's Matthew Yoder. So Center Grove gets the onside kick, 256 left, and the Trojans start first and 10 at the 47. And that was a perfect idea. It was. Got the bounce that he needed there, and a lot of subs here in for uh, Center Grove. 
Backup quarterback giving it to the backup running back. Same result. Third run right up the middle of the field for Matthew Yoder. So he makes the big play in special teams, recovering the onside kick, and they reward him with handing him the football at the first play of the drive, and he takes it for 10 yards in a first down. <laughs> it's at the Carroll 42-yard line. First and 10 for the Trojans. Two and a half minutes left. Both teams, well, Center Grove burned a timeout, but they've still got two left. Carroll with three left, but I doubt you'll see a lot of timeouts being called in a 35-9 game with 2.18 left. And a give to the first running back, and he'll just push the ball. might have come free. I thought I saw the ball pop out, but Center Grove stays with it. They've got it, and uh, it'll stay Center Grove football. Jack Browning, a sophomore running back with the carry, and if he dropped it, he caught it on a bounce right back to him because I thought I saw the ball stripped and he ended up still with it. Yeah, it kind of bobbled around even on the handoff at first. and It's a three-yard gain to the 39, second down and seven. We're down to a minute 40, and the clock continues to run. Center Grove is going to three-peat in Class 6A. And a give to the running back, bringing it off right tackle. Reads the block, sticks the foot in the ground, and cuts north and south. In this case, south, and takes it to the 32-yard line for a first down. Yeah, and they could probably, at this point, probably take a knee after one more play. Ryland Cook, a junior running back that time. Down to a minute 18. Play clock is at 24, so they could run this down to about uh, yeah, about 51 seconds before they snap it. Yeah. Probably have to have two more snaps. This one, and then one to follow. It's first yeah. and 10 at the Carroll 32. And a mix-up on the handoff, and a quarterback just paid the price. <laughs> he, he went to hand it off. The running back wasn't there. And Gabe McWilliams, a sophomore quarterback, just got run over at the 34-yard line. Well, one more snap, and this one will come to a conclusion. The Center Grove Trojans are going to win the state championship in Class 6A. Handoff, and again, another loss back at the 37. But nobody snap it now. And you've got players with hugs knowing this is it. Careers are over. Not the way they wanted it to end. But when they look back, they've got to consider this a successful season. All things considered, start June with the death of who they expected to be their starting quarterback this year. Cancer took the life of a young Owen Shealy. Carroll used it as kind of a rallying cry. They took the 13 jersey as a captain to midfield before every coin toss. They did it here tonight. The fans all wearing orange for this orange out for Owen. He has been in their minds. He has been in their hearts. And tonight, after 13 straight victories, Carroll tastes defeat for the first time 
falling 35-9 to Center Grove. Yeah, it, uh, you know, for these kids, I mean, they, uh, I give them a lot of credit because they stuck together at a hard time and overcame something like Coach Dinas, Dinan said, you know, life goes on. You've got to figure out ways to move forward. And these kids did it under hard circumstances. And this Carroll community as a whole have rallied around this program this year. And you don't see too many kids hanging their heads for Carroll, which is which is good, too, because today they just weren't the better team. And it showed, and congratulations to Center Grove and Coach Moore. Good football team. They're talking to Coach Moore right now over the PA and on the big screens here at Lucas Oil Stadium. And he's rallying the fans. It's almost become a Center Grove pep rally right now with Coach Moore <laughs> speaking. But... But it's been a, a great crowd on both sides. Center Grove comes out in huge numbers, making the trip up from Greenwood on the south suburbs of Indianapolis. And the big contingent of Carroll Chargers fans that came down to show their support for this Carroll team. And, let's be honest, their support of Owen Sheely and the Sheely family with almost everybody on the Carroll side wearing the orange state championship game t-shirts unfortunately for carol they come up short 35 to 9 but you know some some great moment that these kids will take away with them the uh the big defensive stops against lafayette jeff the knocking off of the number one team in the state last week hamilton southeastern to earn the trip here to lucas oil stadium to compete for this 6a title and right now let's look at this this yeah, is something You've got the Center Grove team all huddling on one knee at midfield. All intermingled with the Carroll kids. Just something special right there. Yeah, right now you've got a big huddle of about 100 football players on one knee. And on one side of the 50, half of the circle is red. And on the other side of the 50, half of the circle of players all huddled together is white and blue. And they are joining forces in what appears to be prayer. You know, Carroll's done this all year with all the teams that they played with. But uh, pretty special when you see kids that just fought for four quarters come together at, at the logo of the Colts to take a knee and give thanks. And also in their hearts, Owen Sheely. Yeah, I think in many ways it is... Uh, Center Grove showing their support to the Carroll community and knowing what they've been through. The story's been well documented, not only throughout the season, but even more so this week. And I think the Center Grove community can probably feel what it's been like for the Carroll Chargers. And it kind of to show their support in the mission, they come out and join with Center Grove or join with the Carroll Chargers at midfield. Pretty touching moment here at Lucas Oil Stadium. Our final score, Center Grove wins the third consecutive state championship. And, uh, you know, and, and this is a team that's got a real dynasty because not only is it the third consecutive state championship, it's their fourth straight appearance in the state championship yeah. game. And, you know, Shannon, before the game, 
We talked about who's the favorite. You've got a 13-0 team against an 11-2 team, and common sense would say the 13-0 team should be a favorite. Uh, but the reality is, until someone knocks off Center Grove, they're always going to continue to be the favorite. Yeah, they're going to always be that team at the top of the mountain, and and until somebody comes along and knocks them out, they're, they will t- continue to have the bullseye on them. I saw Joe on crutches, which isn't a great sign. Now, it looked like a pretty significant lower leg injury to Jimmy Sullivan. And, of course, Braden Steely went out with an injury late in the first half. So a couple of key players injured in this state championship game. And right now, the Mental Attitude Award is being announced here at Lucas Oil Stadium. And so before we go to the break, we will just check on this and, and see who might be the Mental Attitude winner. So many really good kids on this Carroll program that you probably could make a case for. And I don't know if we can pick up the PA. I don't think we can because it's on the uh, mic out on the field and it's not quite as loud as the regular PA. But right now they are making the announcement of the Mental Attitude winner in Class 6A. They award this in each class after each game. And you had an East Central lineman who won it in the Class 4A yeah. game just before we came on the air. So it's not necessarily a position player. It's a lot more that goes into it. Academics, community involvement, leadership, character. And so in the announcement, and we continue to wait to see who it is. And it is... It's like a Center Grove player. Center Grove. Or no. No, you know who it is? It's Jorge Valdez. Yes, it is. It's Valdez that gets it. So Jorge Valdez is your Mental Attitude Award winner. Kind of interesting on a night where he got two personal foul penalties. (laughs) He wins the Mental Attitude Award. I'd love to have that kid. I'd love to coach him. I mean, he's just a... Tremendous athlete, and it's this is a great moment here, like you said, Brett, the, the Middle Attitude Award that is very, very prestigious, something this kid will carry for the rest of his life. And there it is, Jorge Valdez from Carroll, $1,000 check being presented in his name as the Phil N. Eskew IHSAA Mental Attitude Award winner for Class 6A. So Carroll does not go away empty-handed, thanks to Jorge Valdez. And, of course, they're going to end up getting the runner-up ribbons that will be presented here shortly. We'll take a timeout. We'll come back. We'll recap this one and then send it to Purdue Basketball. They got a big one tonight against Gonzaga, and we're going to get you there for the tip. It's all part of our coverage of local sports and the 6A Class 6A State Championship football game where Center Groves defeated the Carroll Chargers 35-9 here on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM.